I love how the Holy Spirit just orchestrates everything. I mean, we've sung today in worship from the very chapter I'm preaching from today, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. The battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord's. Let's read together verse 17. There will be no need for you to take up arms in this fight. Put yourselves in position and keep where you are, and you will see the salvation of the Lord with you. Come on. O Judah and Jerusalem, have no fear and do not be troubled. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Come on. The Lord is with you. Let's celebrate. The Lord is with us. Amen. Don't you love to be in church? Come on, this is better than the best hospital. Oh, there's no place to be than to be in the house of God. No greater place to be than with the family of God. Now, the passage we read together contains a phrase, a particular phrase that has been stirring in my heart to which I have given much thought. For several weeks now, I've been giving much thought and study and preparation to a particular phrase that is contained in this passage. And it's the phrase, put yourselves in position. Put yourselves in position. One of the greatest breakthroughs to happen on the battlefield in the entire Bible happened right here in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It miraculously took place as we've been singing about the miracle working power and victory that God has for us. In 2 Chronicles 20, one of the greatest breakthroughs that transpired on the battlefield happened right here as King Jehoshaphat and the entire nation of Judah gathered to seek the Lord's help against a vast army of invading Moabites, Ammonites, Mayanites, all kind of ites. And as they fasted and as they prayed, verse 13 says, all the people from Judah, their infants, wives, and children were standing in front of the Lord. We're standing in front of the Lord. The entire nation. They came out from every city. Jehoshaphat called the entire nation. This is a time of great crisis. And he calls the entire nation to fasting. And they come together and they're standing before the Lord. And the prophet Jehaziel the answer came through the prophet Jehaziel and said, he said, there's no need to take up arms. Put yourselves in position and see the salvation of the Lord. And you know the end of the story, I'm sure, that as singers were appointed, they went into the battle. God annihilated the enemy and there was a tremendous breakthrough. I want to minister today 
on the subject positioned for breakthrough. Positioned for breakthrough. For those of you who have been praying and you've been asking God for a breakthrough and you haven't yet received it, this word is for you. Anybody in here in this first service, you've been asking God for a particular breakthrough. You've not yet seen it. Come on, hands up. All right. This is your word. You ready? I want to begin today with a couple of questions. Have you positioned yourself to receive the answer to your prayer? That's where we're going to begin. Have you positioned yourself? You've been praying. You've been believing. You've been pressing in. You've been looking to God as Judah standing in front of the Lord. Have you positioned yourself to receive the answer to your prayer? Have you positioned yourself for the breakthrough? Listen, there are people who pray expecting deliverance and breakthroughs to fall in their lap while they're sitting still. I repeat, there are people who pray, and they can pray, expecting deliverance, expecting breakthroughs. Come on, this is our year of breakthrough. As Pastor Kevin already stated, this is our year of breakthrough, and there are people who pray and expect their breakthrough, expect deliverance to come and just fall in their lap while they're sitting still. And while it's true that God has the power to bless however he so chooses, I'm convinced, and God's word confirms, that most breakthroughs do not come to you when you're standing still. But by your positioning yourself, in order to catch it. Most of the breakthroughs, and God's word confirms it, as we're about to see, most of our breakthroughs, they don't come, just fall into our lap. They don't come while we're standing still, but they come as we position ourselves to lay hold of and to catch the breakthrough. Before Abram could become the father of many nations, he had to first position himself in the land of Canaan, according to Genesis chapter 12, verses 4 and 5. Before Abram could become the father of the faith, the father of many nations, he had to position himself in the land of Canaan. Before Esther could save the Jews from being destroyed. She had to first position herself in the king's palace, according to Esther chapter 2 and verse 8. Before the great breakthrough could transpire that would save an entire nation, Esther had to position herself in the king's palace. Before Zacchaeus, short Zacchaeus, could see Jesus in Luke chapter 19 and verse 4. 
Before he could see Jesus over the crowd, he had to position himself. He first had to climb up a tree, a sycamore tree. Before he could see Jesus over the crowd, he had to position himself. He had to climb up the tree in Luke chapter 19. Before Peter and the other disciples could catch a heavy load of fish, they first had to position their net on the right side of the boat, according to John chapter 21 and verse 6. Position for breakthrough. Before they could catch their heavy load of fish, they had to position themselves or position the net on the right side of the boat. Before Peter could walk on the water, he had to first position himself on the water. Hello? You could sit in the boat all day. But Peter had to position himself. Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 and 29, he had to position himself before he could walk on water. He had to get onto the water. Before the woman with the issue of blood, who had struggled for 12 long years. She did not grow any better, but steadily grew worse. Before she could receive her healing, she had to position herself at the feet of Jesus. She had to position herself at the feet of Jesus where she could reach out and touch the hem of his garment. Matthew chapter 9. Verses 20 and 21, position for breakthrough. Before Jesus could reconcile us back to God and defeat the power of sin and death, he had to position himself on the cross. According to Colossians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, all the hand ordinance, handwritten ordinances that were written against us, he took them out and he nailed them to his cross, never to be remembered against us before he could reconcile us back to God and before he could defeat the power of sin and death, he had to position himself on the cross. All through scripture, we learn this truth We see these truths again and again and again. The miracle in John chapter 5 of the man at the pool of Bethesda. He had to position himself. The miracle after miracle, again and again, we see it's so important to position ourselves for breakthrough. We have to learn how to position ourselves for the blessing of the breakthrough for which we are standing as the entire nation stood before the Lord, stood in front of the Lord, positioned themselves. So the big question is, how do we do that? How do I position myself for the breakthrough that I know, that I'm believing for, that I'm trusting for, that I'm looking to God for? How do I position myself for that? Well, to answer this question, I'm going to revisit the life of Ruth in the Old Testament. We briefly considered her a few weeks ago 
If you were here, and you will remember in our message on sudden breakthrough, we, we took a few moments and we talked and we ministered from the book of Ruth. And I want to revisit her today because we're going to learn some tremendous lessons. We won't finish this today, but we're going to learn a great lesson from her life. You will remember that Ruth came from the nation of Moab, a land of idol worshipers. And although Ruth came from this pagan nation, she was to become the great, great, great grandmother of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you read Ruth chapter 1, her story starts very tragically. By the end of the first chapter of Ruth, she's broke, she's single, she's hungry. By the very end of chapter 1, she has no mother or father around. She has no children. She has buried her husband. She has buried her brother-in-law. And she's buried her father-in-law. All of that happened in one chapter. The chapter starts well, but it ends tragically. But Ruth was to make a decision. And Ruth was to position herself for an incredible breakthrough to such a degree that she would become the great, great, great grandmother of Jesus Christ. I love that. She makes a decision to cling to Naomi, her mother-in-law, returning as a foreigner to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley season. And you can read her story when you, again, when you have opportunity. We're going to consider it today, a portion of it, and we'll continue as we move on into this. At the beginning of the barley season, right at the beginning of chapter 2. Now, what I want you to remember is that barley in those days is what was used to make bread. Barley is what was used in those days to make bread. So at the beginning of the barley season, Naomi and Ruth return to Bethlehem. And that's where we pick up the story. And we're going to learn a very simple lesson on how, from her example, on how to position ourselves for breakthrough. Love it. Ruth chapter 2, verse 2. Ruth who was, from Naomi, who was from Moab, said to Naomi, let me go to the field of anyone who will be kind to me. There I will gather the grain left behind by the reapers. Naomi told her, go, my daughter. Please let me go to the field. Notice these words. Please. Let me go to the field of anyone who will be kind to me, and there I will gather. Here it is. You ready? Please let me go to the field of anyone, and I will glean, I will gather. They are so desperate 
They're in such difficulty, they have no bread. Now, bread is a staff of life. I don't know if you've ever gotten to the point in your house where you have no bread. I mean, no bread. Nothing. This is the point where Ruth and Naomi are. And so Ruth says, let me go and glean that I might gather to anyone who will be kind for me or to me. Here it is. To position yourself for breakthrough, very simply, number one, do something. Can I preach on this for a little while? Do something. Do something. Ruth was hungry. But Ruth did not expect God to just drop food on her lap. Though God could have easily done so. Ruth did not expect God to drop food on her lap. Rather, Ruth positioned herself out on the barley field so she could catch a blessing. You know, sometimes the things of God are so simple. The truths of God are so simple that we miss it. We want to make it so hard and so difficult. I believe a great key to breakthrough is to position ourselves, and the way we position ourselves is to do something. You can only fast and pray for so long. Come on. And even though God assured the, the entire nation of Judah that they, the battle was his, that they did not have to fight, they did not have to take up arms, he still required them to position themselves. He didn't tell them, go on to the house, take a nap. We've got this, I've got you, I've got you covered. Even though he had told them, I'm going to take care of this, you don't even need to take arms, carry arms, but I do require that you position yourself. Position yourself, and then you will see the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> How do we position ourselves? Well, we do something. Right now, I want to encourage you to have that same spirit that Ruth had. That spirit that says, I know I've been knocked down. I know I've had some setbacks. I know I'm broke. I know I'm hungry. I don't have time to just sit up in the house feeling sorry for myself. I don't have time to feel depressed and to mope around all day. I'm going to get up. I'm going to dust myself off and I'm going to go do something. That's the spirit of Ruth right there. Sometimes what prevents us from doing something is that we get caught up in the small details. Let's think about Ruth for another moment as we consider these details. You know, many times what prevents us from doing something is we overthink it. And, 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 and we just... 
get bogged down in the small details. Think about Ruth for, for a moment. There are all these fields, fields of barley that you could potentially start gleaning in. <laughs> but you don't. You don't know what field to start in. There's this field, then there's that field, and then there's that field. Now, if you've been a Christian for any amount of time, you can fall into a kind of spiritual paralysis where you begin to just overthink everything and you begin to not want to do anything out of fear of making the wrong decision. You're calculating everything. You, you fall into this paralysis of not doing, you're fearful of not doing what God wanted you to do or wants you to do. And, and, and everything just comes to a halt. No, listen. Ruth had all of this before her. This field, that field, that field, that field. This, it's the time of harvest. And barley is what was used to make bread for everyone's table. So there's fields and fields and fields. And it was so easy. It would be, have been so easy for her to be overwhelmed and to just say, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. But let Ruth's example encourage you. Verse 3 says that when Ruth started to glean behind the reapers, chapter three, or chapter 2, verse 3 says that when she started to glean behind the reapers, it just so happened. I love that. It just so happened that she came to the field that was owned by Boaz. Now, she didn't know which field was owned by Boaz. In fact, she didn't even know there was a Boaz. She had no clue there was a Boaz about to come into her life that would change the course of history. I'm telling you right now, what is about to transpire will change the course of history. And it began by Ruth doing something in the midst of her situation. Come on. She didn't know what field was owned by Boaz. She didn't even know there was a Boaz. She just started doing something in one field and God directed her. She just started gleaning in one field and God directed her to the field that was owned by Boaz. Come on, rise up and begin to do, and God will direct your path. It's so much easier to steer a moving vehicle than a parked one. Let's begin to move and do, and, and, and just, come on, be proactive. Now consider this, as the owner of the field Boaz is in a position, notice, he's in a position to protect her. As the owner of the field, Boaz is positioned to protect her, to provide for her. Hey, eventually he married the lady. That's what I'm talking about. He was already in that position. Ruth just wakes up and says, please, may I go? And I'm trying to, I want to find anyone who will be kind 
kind enough for me or to me to let me glean in their field. And she came into the field. God directed her into the field of the kinsman redeemer. God directed her into the field of Boaz. And this man was positioned to do some good things. He was positioned to take care of her. He was positioned, which he did. He protected her. He sent word down to, 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 his, to, his, down to his crew. You don't touch this lady. And he told her, he, he directed her and told her where to stay and where she could be safe. And, and at the end of the day, he gave her extra grain. Oh, yeah. Come on. He was positioned to do that, but Ruth had to position herself in order to receive that breakthrough. She could have stayed in the house. She could have said, you know, life is just not fair. Everything that I've been through, I just don't believe that life is fair, but she got up and she did something. Ruth chapter 2 verse 5, Boaz Asked his young servant who was foreman over the farm hands, Who is this young woman? Where did she come from? The foreman said, Why, that's the Moabite girl, the one who came with Naomi from the country of Moab. She asked permission, Let me glean. She said, And gather among the sheaves following after your harvesters. She's been at it steady ever since, from early morning until now, without so much as a break. Can we celebrate Ruth right now? Come on. Let's not, let's stop being so indecisive and just start doing something, church. And let's continue. I'm going to pick up on this, this particular statement from early morning until now without so much as a break. I'm going to pick up on that next Sunday. Let's stop being so indecisive and let's just start doing something. This is how we position ourselves for the breakthrough. In the name of the Lord, we serve a God that is much larger than all the small details that you're worried about. We serve a God that is so much greater and so much bigger than all of the things that appear to be holding you back and to be appearing not to work out. Come on. God will, he will take your something. He will take your something, the thing that you are doing, and he will take you to the place of your Boaz. I believe that God will take your something, what you are doing, and he will bring you to your place, to that place of your Boaz. I believe there is one who's coming, who's already positioned. Come on, the goodness of God is before you and the things that God wants to provide for you. I believe they're already laid up in store for you. Ours is to position ourselves and begin to do. Come on, ours is to position ourselves and begin to do. There's a blessing and there is a breakthrough waiting for you, but you have to first do something. You have to first do something. You have to first 
take your stand. You have to first hold your course. You have to first believe. You have to first proclaim. You have to first exercise that place of faith. You have to first keep your focus in the midst of all that, as we learn from all of these throughout Scripture, as they first positioned themselves, as they first went into the place that God had called them, as they first moved in to that place of obedience, they found the goodness of God overtaking them and the plan and the purposes of God prevailing in their lives. So don't be discouraged today. Don't grow weary in well-doing, for God is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. God is able to bring that Boaz into your life. God is able to bring that supernatural provision. Stay positioned. Hold your course. Come on. Don't give up, for God is faithful, and He will make a way. Come on, give Him the glory and give Him the honor, for He is indeed an amazing God, able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. I want to agree with you right now. I want to agree with you as, I, as I've been ministering, the Holy Spirit has just been stirring in your heart. You know what you need to do or you know what you need to continue doing. The Holy Spirit has just quickened into your heart. This is what I need to do. This is the action that I need to take. This is what I need to stop doing. And this is what I need to begin to do. Come on, the Holy Spirit is working. The Holy Spirit is talking to us right now. And I want to agree with you. You've been praying for that breakthrough. I want to stand in faith with you and believe with you right now for the strength to continue to do, the strength to continue to stay focused. Father, look upon your people right now. Look upon your church, Lord, just as you looked upon Jehoshaphat and the entire nation of Judah, oh God, look upon your people who are standing, who are believing, who are pressing in where their family is concerned. God, who are pressing in where so many needs are concerned, miracles are needed. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we decree that God, you by your glory, you by your power, are doing something amazing as we continue to do our part, Lord, as we continue to believe as we continue to stand, as we continue to proclaim, as we continue to decree, as we continue, Lord, to hold our course and not be denied. For faithful is he who called us, who also will do it. Our Boaz is coming. Our breakthrough is coming. Lord, you are directing our steps and you are bringing us into the fullness of all that you have already decreed and determined over our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen and amen. Yes, I give you glory. I give you praise. I'm positioned. Everybody have an amazing breakthrough week. Continue to stand your ground. Continue to hold your course. Stay in your position and you'll see the hand of the Lord.